0: hello hello and welcome back to another episode of shamelessly unapologetic with me your host alana pinsky so we are back with a solo episode and so for this episode i wanted to talk about unapologetically having an an anesthetic and i actually felt kind of inspired to do an episode on this topic Based off the episode that I did two weeks ago on being that girl and how it's kind of made to be a trend of this aesthetic of looking like you have your shit together, you're in this clean, minimalistic, bright white, nice luxury space apartment or home, and that everything is green and white and you're healthy. When I said that self-care is not an aesthetic and that it should be a lifestyle and that there should be balance and so for the past week and a half i have stumbled across a lot of videos on tiktok just revolving around aesthetic and it got me thinking aesthetic has definitely become very trendy i feel like And not to say that aesthetics should be a trend in itself, but I've just noticed that this word is just becoming a buzzword lately and I wanted to talk about today because it definitely got me thinking because I definitely like to consider myself as somebody who has an aesthetic and I live by that aesthetic. And I wanted to make a whole episode about just having your own personal aesthetic and what that means and how you can find your own personal aesthetic so before i get into the nitty gritty and all that i thought i'd kind of just talk a little bit about myself first i mean i always talk about myself on this podcast but what i really mean is kind of slowly easing into the episode april's almost over and i don't know about you but i felt like this month went by really really slow i am so ready for may i'm more ready for my sister to just graduate from law school i mean by the time this episode is out it's only going to be the 27th and i'm just gonna be like oh it's still not may but i'm ready for my sister to graduate and then two days after that i can finally go back home to portland and i cannot wait to go back to portland One thing that's funny is that as you're going to listen to guest episodes later on in this season, especially towards the summer months, it's going to sound like I'm still stuck back in Virginia, but I pre-recorded those episodes and obviously like I have a schedule of when those go out. So just a fair warning that if you hear an episode about me talking about Passover in (laughs) June, that's when that episode was recorded and it didn't go out until a little bit later. So anyway... Over the past week, I got a job offer for a part-time job, actually, at an old company that I used to work at, and I did accept it, so part-time work is better than no work, and I'm really excited about it because I get flexibility throughout the week to do it, and it's another source of income for me because, I mean, I'm still looking for a full-time job and I've been interviewing quite a bit and I'm in a final stage with one company and I just had an interview today and then I have another interview tomorrow for a new company I'm trying not to like get into too much of the details because I really don't want to jinx myself but that's just sort of where I'm at and I'm just really over it at this point I mean I hate looking for jobs I hope this next job is my last corporate job and then I can finally do the content creator thing full-time Clearly, I'm not there yet, but while I do have a full-time job, I will still have my part-time job with the company that I just accepted an offer from, again, an old company that I worked at, which is really exciting for me, because it will definitely bring in about close to $3,000 more of income for me, which is nice, I mean, who couldn't use an extra $3,000 a month? And then, obviously, like my YouTube channel is another stream of revenue for me. And so is this podcast, except I make pennies. (laughs) So, I mean, it is a fourth source of income, but it's not a very reliable source of income. So I try not to really count it, but that's just like a little life update with me. I mean, April's just been a grind and I think that's why it's been so slow, especially just because I've been waiting to just go back to Portland. I miss my friends, I miss my apartments. I miss having natural light in my house because my parents' house doesn't really get a lot of natural light except for like downstairs. And while that's fine and dandy and all, my parents' house isn't the most aesthetically pleasing thing. Haha. <laughs> See what I did there cuz this whole episode's all about aesthetic. I don't know. I just I feel like I'm never really in my element when I'm at my parents' house and I feel like it's really hard to get comfortable and to get into my routine. Now, I've been trying to incorporate most of my spiritual routines as best as I can every day. So that kind of helps me stay somewhat in alignment during my week. But at the same time, It's definitely hard when you're not in an environment that gives you a peace of mind. And I feel like my childhood room doesn't give me a peace of mind. I mean, it did when I was in middle school. I wanted to have an aesthetic of this tropical beachy theme. That was like the vision that I had. I was just so obsessed with going to the beach when I was younger. I really liked... Island stuff I was always dreaming about going to Hawaii and I got to go to Hawaii with my family when I was in high school which was really fun and so I wanted to create that in my space and obviously now that I'm 30 I've clearly outgrown this aesthetic but I mean at least it's colorful but it's just it's not me obviously it looks like a childhood teenage bedroom and it has not been updated or painted ever since and Honestly, I think we're just going to keep it that way until my parents eventually sell this house, which they probably won't ever sell this house until they both die. Let's be honest. They really like this house, even though the neighborhood that they live in is like a complete starter home neighborhood. Everyone that I've known who's grown up in this neighborhood has all moved out. Like nobody stays in this neighborhood because again, it's a starter home neighborhood. But I'm getting off topic. So that's just kind of what has been going on with me. I've just been interviewing. I've been pushing content. I've had about five or six guest episodes this month. It has been a lot with the podcast. And so over the next few months, you will hear those six podcast guests that I recorded since I have that format of solo episode and guest episode every other week. So everything is just spaced out accordingly. So I'm not overwhelming people with guest after guest after guest or solo episode after solo episode after solo episode. episode. I wanted that balance. So now that I've just talked a little bit about how life has been for me and I've sort of talked about aesthetics just a tiny bit, let's really dive into today's episode, which is all about finding an aesthetic and why I unapologetically have an aesthetic and I live through that aesthetic and why it just feels like it feels makes me feel like I have a purpose so what does a personal aesthetic mean obviously what I'm about to say is very subjective because everyone has their own definition of what an aesthetic means th- to them but The way that I see a personal aesthetic is how you choose to visually represent yourself and how you incorporate that visual representation into your life. A few ways that you can incorporate your personal aesthetic. I feel like a lot of people will incorporate that into either their home or their wardrobe or sense of style. And we'll touch more on that later on in the episode. But to me, that's what having a personal aesthetic means. And I did do a poll on both of my Instagram accounts. I did one on my personal Instagram account, and I did one on the podcast Instagram. And so I was really curious to know how other people live their lives when it comes to having an aesthetic. And the results were quite interesting. Honestly, I will say they didn't really surprise me that much in terms of my actual personal Instagram account just because my audience over there, there's still a good amount of people that follow me who do know me personally, but then there's hundreds and hundreds of people who follow me who have never met me. I've never met them. They don't know me. So, yeah, I mean, I do have a genuine following. But so one of the first questions that I asked on my personal Instagram account, then we'll get to the podcast Instagram. I asked, do you have a personal aesthetic? And 43% of people said yes and 57% of people said No. So I had a little question box underneath and I said, if you do have a personal aesthetic, what is it? And someone said that their aesthetic is that minimalistic style with an edge. And I think that's a great aesthetic to have. So that's really cool. The next thing that I asked was, if you don't have a personal aesthetic, is there a type of aesthetic that you like? And 33% said yes, and then 67% said no. The results that I got from that, one person said that they like the aesthetic of dark clothes, silver jewelry with crystals, multicolored wigs, minimalist tattoos, and they think that, they think it's very cool but different, but they like how it's still simple and clean and fun. I count that as an aesthetic. Simple and clean and fun, minimalistic, multicolored, dark and silver mixtures. Like, oh, that sounds so beautiful. I'm totally here for it. And then the last thing that I asked was, if you said no to both, how do you visually represent yourself? And so someone had wrote to me, because it really stood out, they said, I don't, to be honest, just concerned about getting where I need to be and getting dressed. And I actually replied back to this response and I said, I appreciate that honesty so much. And I asked them, do you happen to have like a specific style that you like when it at least comes to clothes? Because I think that's what a lot of people will kind of interpret aesthetic as. And this person said that they will pretty much put on whatever is weather appropriate and they care about looking presentable when necessary, but they do like the Western style. And they also mentioned that they don't really have anything Western related, but they do have a pair of pants that fits that aesthetic. And I said, hey, that's really cool. And I'm glad to hear that there is something that resonates with you and that you think is really visually appealing to you. And so then on my podcast Instagram account, I had different responses. So over there, I asked the same thing about if you have a personal aesthetic. And 100% said yes. So nobody said no. And then one response I got was this, boho chic for decor and then laid back baddie outfits so honestly hi that's basically what I like too so great minds think alike right there and we're going to talk about my aesthetic in a second and then the next thing that I asked was if you don't have an aesthetic is there one that you love and a hundred percent said yes but nobody really talked about what that was specifically. I also asked the same thing about if you said no to both how do you choose to visually represent yourself and unfortunately I didn't get any responses there but that's okay I'm really not bothered about it. It was cool to still see those responses nonetheless and just to kind of get people's opinions and as you can see that the results were just completely different compared to my two Instagram accounts because not everybody follows me from my podcast Instagram. So I think a lot of my followers that I get are a few people that follow me already. And then I've also kind of gained some following from Reels, that have been doing well on Instagram and people will choose to follow the account there. Hopefully they're listening. I I hope so. Also, I'm sure people who listen to this podcast choose to maybe follow the Instagram account, but maybe they don't necessarily follow me as a person. That was just fun to share those results. I think a reason why people choose to have a personal aesthetic because they want something that's going to visually represent themselves. Like I mentioned about what a personal aesthetic means. And I... Now, this is just my personal opinion, but I think everyone should have some sort of aesthetic, but I certainly will not judge people who don't want to have an aesthetic because you don't have to have an aesthetic. I just think it's cool to have one, so that's more like where I'm coming from, and I feel like people shouldn't be afraid to have an aesthetic or to have a sense of style that they should embrace that basically enhances their personality or not enhances but accentuates it and makes them just pop out a little bit more. It's just a great way to just showcase who you really are as a person. I think some people have a really hard time how they choose to represent themselves in this world and I think finding your sense of style whatever it may be is important. We are individuals and aesthetic is about individualization and I think that's what makes this so unique of having your own aesthetic. What are some ways that you can use your aesthetic? Before we talk about that, we need to discuss how do you even find your aesthetic? What does that even mean? Like how do I get an aesthetic? What if I don't know what my sense of style is or what if I don't know what it means to visually represent myself i got you so one of the common ways to find an aesthetic are to think of the colors that you like think of maybe your favorite color or let's say did you get married recently did you have a color palette or a theme with your colors maybe you had another event in your life where there was a color palette Think about the colors that you have in your home or in a room. Is there a structured theme that's going there? That is a great way to first figure out your aesthetic is color palettes. What kind of color patterns do you like together or color combinations, I should say. That's a great way to determine what an aesthetic could be for you. Let's take it a step further. What kind of colors are your clothes? Are they your favorite colors? Are they colors that flatter you the best? Is it an array where you'll wear any kind of color? Maybe your aesthetic could be multicolored and bright and vivid and bold. It just really depends, right? So that's another way that you can look at it in terms of colors is think about the colors of the clothes that you wear the colors that you just like in general, color combinations that you find very pretty, color patterns in your home. Think about what kind of makeup you like wearing. If you wear makeup, what kind of colors do you wear? Are you more natural with your makeup? Do you wear colorful eyeshadow or a bold lip? That's another way to kind of get the color scheme going on to determine whether or not That color palette works for you. So that is one way of looking at it. Another way to determine your aesthetic is your wardrobe in itself. So we talked about the colors but now we're going to take it even a step further and talk about what kind of clothes do you usually wear. Do you have like a sense of style that you like? Think about weather patterns and where you live. Do you live in a place where it's Pretty much cold year round. You probably wear a lot of long sleeve shirts or jackets, long pants. Think about the style of those clothes. Are you more laid back when it comes to your winter clothes or your cold weather environment clothes? Think about that. Because that can determine an aesthetic for you with your sense of style and your environment and your surroundings. That can really help you shape your aesthetic a ton. So that's kind of how I look about it when it comes to wardrobe is think about the pieces that you wear a time and think about the environments that you're in. Where do you usually go and how do you usually dress? Do you work an office job? What is the environment of that office job? Is it more casual? Is it business casual where you have to dress professionally? Do you continue to dress like that even when you're not in the office? Or do you immediately change? Like, Think about what you wear on the weekends. Because even if you have to dress a little bit more professionally at a job, you still have a style like it still doesn't need to be this cookie cutter long pencil skirt in heels and suit and tie situation you can dress it up to your taste right we all have different tastes when it comes to clothes and there are so many ways that you can style your work outfits to still present yourself professionally and i'm like LOLing inside of my head because I think like what you wear doesn't define who you are as a professional and how you're going to perform but I think you kind of get with where I'm going because people still think that you have to like dress professionally in terms of button down suit and tie that whole ordeal but just think about it think about How you choose to put those pieces together. Do you incorporate any of that outside of work? That's kind of where I was going to. And then think about what you choose to wear outside of work. Do you dress completely differently? What is the real you when it comes to wearing what makes you feel good? That's another way to kind of find your aesthetic. Another way to find your aesthetic moving on from your wardrobe is your home. So we talked a little bit about like your color palette within your home But taking it another step further is how is your home decorated? Think about how your living space is decorated, how your bedroom is decorated. Think about how your bathrooms might be decorated or how your kitchen is decorated. It really just depends on what's there. Think of the elements. Maybe you have a really old and dated kitchen, but maybe there's something that you wanted to do to kind of make it feel a little bit homier. Now, some people really don't care about decorating their kitchen, so maybe we can move on from that. But I feel like a lot of people do like to put in some effort, at least into their bedroom or their living room, if they have a living room. Think about the colors of your furniture. What color is your sofa or a chair that you have? What color is your bedding? What color are the pictures on your walls? Do you have art on your walls? Texture, that's also important. Think of the pillows, maybe on your sofa or on your bed. Texture is another great way to determine aesthetic. Think of maybe the material that your furniture is made out of. Is it wood, is it metal, is it brass? Well, I guess that's still metal. Is it, I'm trying to think, is something made out of plastic or glass? Do you try to have things match a certain way? I feel like that's a really great way to determine your aesthetic. Think of it like that. Those are some ways that you can find your aesthetic and determine like, what is your sense of style? And then once you get an idea and you look at some of your surroundings, Then you can get an idea of okay I think my aesthetic if I'm looking around my bedroom it's got a very minimalistic feel to it. I have white beddings with some green plants and maybe some small pops of color here and there as some artwork and I have white furniture. I would say I have this very clean and fresh minimalistic aesthetic and it could be accidental and I think that's some of the Best ways to find your aesthetic when it's just unintentional. You may like something and you put things together without realizing that it looks good. And that's so funny, right? But it's a great way to find your aesthetic. So, those are some examples on how you can do that. Earlier in this episode, I talked about how aesthetic has become a buzzword, right? Aesthetic has always had this trendy feel to it. And we all know that there are tons and tons of aesthetics out there but some of the trendy ones that you may be familiar with so the one that I talked about two weeks ago was the whole that girl trend and how once again I mentioned that should not be an aesthetic that's more of a lifestyle because self-care really shouldn't be an aesthetic I can't say that enough and then there's a new one that's come out recently and that's the clean girl aesthetic so basically that is a girl who is going to be very natural and light with her makeup. She's gonna wear her hair sleek back in a ponytail or in a bun. Her clothes are gonna be very simple. They might be athletic wear. And she still might have a clean skincare routine that she does. That's technically what the clean girl aesthetic is. And that to me is more of an aesthetic. Because it's more about presentation as opposed to a lifestyle. So I definitely think that is more of an aesthetic. A common one that you may have remembered from 2019, or was it 2018? No, I think it was 2019, but the Visco girl trend, y'all. Who remembers the Visco girl trend? With the long t shirts, the Puka shell necklace the hydroflask water bottle oh gosh what else was there the scrunchies oh you, you can't forget the scrunchies the glossier products people constantly saying and i oop and i oop and i open and and okay first of all i don't understand what sk-sk-sk means where did that come from and what does that have to do with visco visco is literally a photo sharing app it's also a photo editing app i don't understand what that sk-sk-sk has to do with a photo app. It makes no sense. So that was an aesthetic in itself. That was such a big thing. And I remember people were blowing that up all over TikTok. I know TikTok wasn't really big back then, but I actually was watching a lot of TikTok I wanna say towards the end of 2019, where it was starting to become a little bit more popular, and Visco Girl stuff was still popping off on TikTok. And it's just really funny to just see that and see people recreate the Visco Girl style trend all over YouTube and in those TikTok videos. Another one that was also popping off around the same time as the Visco Girl trend was the e-girl aesthetic, which is like that emo girl goth aesthetic where you're wearing like a lot of black you are wearing a lot of heavy makeup so a lot of dark eyeliner colorful grungy eyeshadows i've seen a lot of e-girls will put a lot of pigmented blush on their nose and cheeks that's kind of like the theme with the e-girl aesthetic And then you just have the good old Instagram feeds. I feel like the aesthetic Instagram feed has really died down. I think that really used to be big between 2016 to 2018. And a lot of influencers and bloggers were really focused on having a cohesive feed where they would have one specific preset done on all their pictures. So their Instagram feed had this theme and a color palette to it. it they called it an aesthetic and it was meant for branding purposes while i do think it's died down i still personally like having a cohesive feed i use this really pretty lightroom preset that i downloaded i had to buy it it wasn't that expensive and it's by lumark presets and i used the third one And then I will put the auto adjust on so it kind of gives it a darker grunge to it. And my Instagram feed has changed over the time it's evolved because sometimes I just get bored and I need to change it up. But I kind of have found something that I really like that I'm sticking with for a while. And I think that third preset on the whole set of presets that I bought and then using the auto filter and making some slight adjustments has really worked for me some people still choose to have a cohesive feed with presets a lot of people have sort of moved on and are just posting what they want or what's still relevant to their brand but they're not focusing on using presets as much and that's fine that's their choice I still like to participate in a trim that's kind of died because I mean I like it it works for me tumblr was also big with the aesthetics I mean we were all following a lot of beachy themed pictures or things that was just very colorful I feel like tumblr was really known for a lot of bold and flashy colors or more of that relaxing vibe that it had there was just a vibe with tumblr and I think tumblr is kind of where aesthetic really originated from I don't even know if Tumblr's still a thing or not. (laughs) I mean, I have not used Tumblr probably since I was in college. It's been a really long time since I browsed on Tumblr. But I feel like that's kind of what birthed the aesthetic. Because I feel like Tumblr was around before Pinterest was. And Pinterest really contributed to that as well. Social media definitely played a big role on like aesthetic becoming like a trend And how people started to develop an aesthetic and find what they were looking for. You probably want to know, well, what is my aesthetic? So, a lot of my aesthetic really originated from what I would see on Pinterest, mostly, or Instagram. Not so much from Tumblr, but mostly Pinterest. And so, before Pinterest even started, I had to basically... Either result to MySpace when that was a thing. Oh my gosh, everything was like so emo in middle school. So I had this like shy girl emo phase that I went through, but my aesthetic was more shy girl. I dressed like a huge dork in middle school and even a little bit in high school as well. Like I just had no sense of style. So, I like to call it the shy, dorky girl aesthetic. It was a mess. It was all over the place. And I was also a teenager. And at that time, aesthetic wasn't really trendy. It just wasn't a thing. I mean, I think one thing that was trendy is when Abercrombie and Hollister and American Eagle, that was the fashion style back then where we're wearing the short denim skirts and the polos. It was that fake, beachy, preppy feel but it looked terrible on me. I just did not have the skinny body for it. I looked like a dork in all these clothes and I was trying way too hard when I wore it and I looked really stupid. So we're gonna call this my shy girl aesthetic because My aesthetic pretty much started off with just clothes. I didn't really have like an aesthetic when it came to like home decor or social media when social media was still just becoming new. That's not true because in middle school, like I mentioned with my childhood bedroom, I wanted the aesthetic of a beachy theme. So you know what? I take that back. So then in college, I get into the preppy girl aesthetic. So I'm wearing a lot of Lily Pulitzer, a lot of Ralph Lauren, I am just wearing a lot of more modest preppy southern type clothing. There were some things that I could pull off with it and I was also decorating my residence hall with lots of feminine colors with like pinks and greens because I mean those were the colors of my sorority. I was basically your typical college sorority girl for four years of my life and I I definitely would decorate my room based off. Look at me, I'm a sorority girl. This is how I want to choose to decorate my room. And then once I went to grad school, my preppy style dwindled down a little bit. I was wearing more blazers and jeans and leggings at the time, but I had this beautiful decorated room when I was living in Kentucky. And it's really hard to say what the aesthetic of my apartment was because, well, my bedroom had like a really beautiful tealish greenish accent wall and the bedding that's now in my childhood bedroom is what I used back then in Kentucky. So it's teal and orange and some lime green. It's really cool and has like this chevron print to it and it's really nice. I don't really know what to call this aesthetic at all but the color palette I think I kind of went more for like a color palette aesthetic when I was in grad school as opposed to like an actual design so we'll just say I had more of a color palette in terms of my aesthetic than like a typical style. And then I moved to San Francisco and then my aesthetic changes again. And I will explain why my aesthetic changed over time because it's very important that you know this. So let me finish talking about how mine changed over time and then we'll get more into it. As I started going to San Francisco, I started building up confidence, right? I started finding myself and loving myself better and I felt more free. So, I started ordering stitch fixes. I wanted to build out a better wardrobe for myself over time. And I was really liking a lot of that casual streetwear stuff. I was getting a lot of my inspiration from Instagram and Pinterest. And I really liked the fake leather jackets since I'm a vegetarian and I wasn't going to wear real leather. I really liked having dark wash jeans. Having black booties with some heels, aviator sunglasses. That's also when I started getting more into makeup where I was learning how to wear better eyeshadow, like multiple eyeshadow colors, eyelashes, bolder lip choices. I was wearing more makeup than I normally was wearing before. I really just was feeling good about myself. I started to show a little bit more skin and I was feeling really comfortable. I... Was dressing in denim jackets with dark wash pants, more tank tops. A lot of basic clothes that had a small edge to it. And it was just perfect city wear because the weather in San Francisco is very mild. It doesn't get too hot. It doesn't get too cold. But I always need to have a jacket on me. Because lol you need layers in the city. That was my style for the longest time. Then I want to say in 2019 I started to get really lazy with my style and my aesthetic again. In 2017 just to back up really quick I moved into an apartment that I lived in for two years and I had no sense of decoration in my room. It still felt very collegey. I still felt like I was decorating my room like I was a sorority girl, like how I normally decorated it back in college. I didn't know what was wrong with me. Why couldn't I decorate a room the way that I could have always decorated it? I had to wait until 2020 to finally start decorating a room that I had always wanted to decorate my room with. And so I really regret that because there was so much that I could have done with my ugly room for the two years that I was living in that apartment and I chose to not do anything about it so we will say from 2000 we'll say from 2018 to 2019 my aesthetic we'll say was comfy and all over the place pretty much I just was starting to not really care about what I was wearing I was wearing leggings all the time and this is also when I started going on prep with my bikini competitions I just never wanted to wear real clothes I just wanted to wear long sleeve shorts with leggings and boots and maybe just throw on a jacket. I just didn't want to wear real pants like wearing jeans or any kind of denim in general or any pants that just wasn't leggings. That was just a deal break for me. I just always wanted to be comfortable and to me jeans were starting to not feel comfortable. And I just, I didn't want to do it anymore. So I got very lazy. And I think a lot of that had to do with burnout mentally and physically. 2019, I had a job that I absolutely hated. 2018, I also had a job that I absolutely hated. Yeah, I just didn't care. I mean, I still would care to do my hair and makeup. But when it came to my sense of style, I just sort of fell apart. And then of course once the pandemic hit, I was still basically stuck in that comfy all over the place. So I thought I was going to grow out of that aesthetic and get back to dressing normal again, but I didn't. But I will say my home decor style and that aesthetic changed where I had that feminine chic to how I chose to do my bedroom. And the way that I define feminine chic is like pinks and golds and white. It's kind of minimalistic, but is minimalistic with pink and gold and white. And some small pops of black to give it its small edge, but not too much. I really just wanted my own princess room where it just felt like me. And just so you know, you don't have to have just one aesthetic. You can have an aesthetic that can be separate from your sense of style to what you wear, to how you choose to decorate your house, to what you choose to follow on social media or any kind of interest group that you take part of, even down to your music and podcast taste. Yep, did you know that your music taste or what you choose to listen to on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you choose to listen podcasts can also be an aesthetic? I bet you didn't know that now you do your interest is another way to dive into how you can find your aesthetic did I not mention that earlier if not now I'm mentioning it so finally cap off with my last thing of how my aesthetic changed so then when I moved to Portland my sense of style is starting to come back I have started to get rid of a lot of clothes that I've outgrown from stitch fixes that I got when I was in San Francisco to clothes that just simply don't fit me anymore because I've gained some weight and I'm just trying to embrace and love my new body and my curves and find clothes that really flatter my body. And I want to say that right now my aesthetic is feminine chic with a baddie mix into it. So another way that you could define that is like edgy feminine or you could say edgy chic. Either way, however you want to name it, that is your aesthetic. You can make something up and that's your aesthetic. I'm pretty sure I just made that up on the top of my head, feminine chic with a baddie mix, but that is my aesthetic. So what that entails for me now is hella crop tops, high-waisted mom jeans, boots or sandals, tanks that are cropped just like honestly cropped anything or tops that flatters my body very well black skinny pants starting to experiment more with straight leg if it's warm outside I'm gonna wear skirts jean shorts with a crop top and a hat and round sunglasses and I feel like a badass in those clothes I think I found something that feels very age appropriate for me and It's a sense of style that I really like and it's funny because how I normally dress, oh and then just to add that to the mix, like my hair, I forgot, I dyed that purple in 2021. Let's not forget that. So that also played a role into my aesthetic of wanting some edge and more vibrancy into my life. And so my sense of style doesn't even match like how I choose to decorate my home because As I mentioned, you don't have to have just one aesthetic. Your aesthetics don't have to match each other with different aspects. People use their aesthetics in different ways. You can use your aesthetic with your wardrobe, your home decor, how you choose to maybe journal or scrapbook your social media feed. Based off like who do you choose to follow? What is the algorithm showing you? Think about what your Instagram explore page looks like. What comes up there? It kind of creates a mood board in a way, which is kind of cool. I also mentioned music and podcasts as an aesthetic and your interest groups and communities. You can have different aesthetics from all those different sources. They don't have to be identical because one aesthetic that you might like for one thing might not look good for another thing in your eyes. Other things that you need to remember is that your aesthetic is not a personality trait. This shouldn't determine your whole personality. It's to just accentuate your individuality it's just a part of you, but it's not completely you. And aesthetics evolve. Your aesthetic is allowed to change. And that is why I went through the history of how my aesthetics changed over time. Because I need people to realize that your interests are going to change over time. You're going to outgrow things. And you need to adapt and readjust and reassess what you want in your aesthetic what do you want with your individuality how do you want to enhance your individuality today i believe aesthetics are not meant to stay the same forever that's just my opinion and as i mentioned it's okay if you have more than one the point of this episode is to figure out what you like but just remember if visually appealing things don't really serve a purpose in your life, just remember that's okay. But I do think that everybody has some sort of style that they do like. They just don't know how to execute it. Or they like it, but they don't want to execute it. Think about what you want. Pick your battles, is what I could say. I think it's cool to have an aesthetic, but just know you don't have to have one. But i do encourage you to find something that's going to enhance your individuality in some way so think about just what or how you choose to represent yourself if you just want to be yourself and be boring and or you want to be minimalistic and just so we're clear i'm not saying minimalistic is boring i'm saying if you define your aesthetic as boring and that you're simple that's still technically an aesthetic if you truly just want to be that person who just puts on clothes because you need to just move on with your day you are just a doer and that's fine i think everyone has one and they don't realize it that's what the funny thing is about this whole episode but i don't want to keep going back in circles i feel like i've finally made my point i'm curious to know do you have an aesthetic feel free to let me know and email me. I'd love to learn all about it and how you choose to incorporate it in your life. So you can always do that by emailing the podcast at shamelesslyunapologeticpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at shamelesslyunapologetic. And just remember, shamelesslyunapologetic podcast has its own aesthetic with the oranges and the pinks and the whites and some pops of periwinkle in there god bless my graphic designer because the aesthetic of shamelessly unapologetic is bold and vibrant i can't believe i'm just saying what the aesthetic of this whole podcast is at the end of the episode so props to you if you've made it this far but that's the podcast aesthetic so guys i really hope you enjoyed this episode and you got something out of it And definitely make sure you give us good reviews on Apple Podcasts and now even Spotify. I believe you can give good reviews and ratings over there. And with that, I will see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye.